Alright everyone, welcome back to another earth-shattering edition of the My Colony Podcast. And recently I was invited to a voice chat Q&A type of deal on the Nations of Oz Discord server. Uh, Nations of Oz is a federation for the game My Colony. And the topic of discussion on the uh, Q&A was My Colony 2, an upcoming sequel to My Colony that I'm working on. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and play the uh, voice chat that I was a part of. And we covered a lot of good my colony 2 information in there so give it a listen and i hope you enjoy welcome to nations of oz thank you uh yeah this is the first ever time i think we are talking yeah i think and it is great it's really great to have you here uh finally being able to speak and actually collaborate especially listening to all those things uh, regarding my colony 2 and uh, the way you are trying to approach and involve the community in it, like we will really pleased <laughs> because MC1 had its flaws, but yeah, it's now pretty pretty nice game. Well, yeah, I appreciate that, and um, you know, the more everybody can help on it, I think the uh, the better the game will be in the long run. Great. Uh, so for everyone, I'll just uh, introduce Bast is the founder and the owner of Appy Apps. Uh, he is right now uh, working on several projects uh, and one of the the one which we'll be discussing here is the regarding MyConnect 2 that he's soon going to start working I believe or uh, he has already started uh, and uh, then we have Outlander who is currently a sorcerer in NOS as well as he's the federation leader of another federation in my colony called the T1PO, the 1%. Uh, and yeah, uh, I'm uh, Vince and uh, I'm also called Invincible in game. And uh, I'm the uh, leader here uh, in Nations of Oz. So, uh, mm-hmm. Bast, uh, can, you, uh, can you give us any ideas of what are your plans roughly regarding my colony to what are things that are going in your mind yeah sure and uh you know thanks again for the opportunity for me to talk to you guys here um so i'm really kind of in as you guys know the early stages and we've all kind of thrown some ideas back and forth with each other on the forum uh basically i'm thinking for my colony two i i kind of want to make it more like how my colony one was originally going to be when i started creating that game before it kind of grew up into this big SimCity type game. Um, in a way, it is going to be a little smaller in scale than the first My Colony in that you're really dealing with one planet, uh, a more focused type of base. But I think yeah. it's, it's, your your base is going to be... It's going to be more like a base that you'd see when uh, maybe in real life people actually first land on a planet like Mars. It's not going to be a huge city. Um, it's going to f- kind of feel more like a a Mars base is how I'm thinking about it. I'm not planning on having things like terraforming and I was not planning on having uh, the Galactic Board of Trade which is a pretty big part of the original My Colony. Um, the reason for this is right now, my colony one, everything is centralized with one server that I own. 
And on My Colony 2, I plan on letting players create their own servers. Um, each game you create in My Colony functionally creates a server that other players can join. There's also going to be a standalone server application that you can run on any desktop computer if you want to host a game for multiple players. Um, the, whoever controls the game, controls the server, will have a will have pretty big leeway over how the game is going to run. They'll be able to set a lot of the settings of the game. They'll be able to administer the game in any way they see fit. They'll be able to install modifications that go out to all the players connected to that game. And the, so this is different in a lot of ways from the original My Colony. In some ways, you could say it's worse because you lose things like the Galactic Board of Trade and having everybody together on the same server. And I know that's a popular part of the game. In other ways, it's better because it'll, you know, you can have customized experiences for each game. Um, it also takes some of the stress off of me of having to deal with this big server for everybody. It also means, you know, if I go outside and get hit by a car, then the game doesn't die with me. Um, modding is going to be a lot bigger in My Colony 2. I am... All the tools that I'm going to use to create the game are going to be a part of the game. So anybody who downloads My Colony 2 will be able to create new content for the game and easily distribute it. And that's a, that's a huge change from the original one. Um, in a lot of ways, I'm developing kind of an engine, a shell of a game, and then the content is able to be plastered onto that. So the design of it's quite a bit different. Uh, what else is different? It is using a, a 3D rendering engine instead of a 2D one. Um, a lot of the complaints about My Colony 1 on mobile are performance related. And so it might sound weird that 3D would actually perform better than 2D, but I think it will. And the reason is being that the original My Colony uses a software rendering engine. My Colony 2 is going to use WebGL, which uh, uses yeah. the graphics card on a device, so it's able to be quite a bit faster. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's kind so, of as... Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, like... I wanted to know, like, uh, since you said uh, it's going to be sort of a colony which a person would like, which you would make when we once kind of go out in space and first time settle. So, uh, like, have you thought of anything like why actually we moved out of Earth or anything at such? So, what were kind of motives? Was it in hunt of resources? Was it in hunt for a place where we can actually live because Earth was kind of uh, uninhabitable or something of that sort? So. Uh, have you thought anything of this uh, or, or sort of lore or like a storyline how MC2 begins no I actually haven't thought of that at all um. so, uh, so would it be possible for us to actually come up with some sort of thing because I've seen uh, general waddling uh, and a lot of us actually peeking and getting the stories in and something of that sort well, f hey, if you guys want to create the story for me, I'm fine with that. That, please go ahead. Yeah, great. So, uh, but still, like, uh, since uh, in the forums you as well mentioned, like 
exporting the resources would be a uh, kind of a major part especially in early games and uh, those things uh, so though even though the gbt uh, the galactic board of trade won't be available will still have the ability to kind of import and export stuff so uh, do you think it uh, like being mc1 it was a highly it seems an industrialized this uh, so there were a lot of industries at such there were a lot of uh, factories but there wasn't a lot of com- commercial places so there are buildings that produce resources and then there are buildings that convert resources into money so the resource productions are the industrial basically and the things which give you money are the commercial would, would we be having uh, any sort of uh, focus on either of them or would they be balanced or anything that such well well shoot that's a pretty good question i i hate to say i don't actually know yet how that's all going to work out uh, <laughs> I mean a lot of that will depend on what kind of feedback and help I get when I start building this um, I mean at first I'm going to be focusing on just making the uh, something that can I'm going to be focused on making the engine for this and then I'll kind of start mm. figuring out the other stuff yeah uh, so uh, it, like in the early game like what sort of things are you planning like like how a person would begin are there any ideas so like there were few things regarding the trains or pipelines to able to transport some sort of resources or some sort of those things so what uh, have you thought anything regarding that so like how resources are not going to work like are they again going to be like what we have in my even a uh, a resource bar at the top the resources constantly coming in of certain storages or uh, is it going to be something some sort of different resource management well okay so i kind of thought about this here's my thought uh functionally right now so it would start similar to the first one where you're landing on an empty planet and however I'm not sure the rover will be necessarily a like a building that houses people. I kind of like the idea somebody posted in the forum um of having all the buildings like connected together through these tubes and uh mm. kind of, so it kind of makes like big one contained settlement. I think that would look neat. Yeah. I mean it doesn't have to be like that, but in my head that would look neat. And uh so maybe you'd get there you could keep your lander if you wanted or you could break it down for materials and I think you could start out with like this little hub building that provides some basic life support and you connect stuff together and uh then the game would possibly consist of uh settlements instead of a city it'd be like a settlement of buildings that are connected together and that network shares power and utilities and everything like that and um but in terms of so, uh, it will be sort of like a multiple settlements not just one single city and i guess even different different people can then build their own settlements at different places exactly exactly yeah there you can have however many settlements on a server is 
I don't know what the theoretical limit would be, but there would be no hard-coded limit for that. And one person could have multiple settlements, or multiple players could have multiple settlements. And um, and so the game will compile stats based on those settlements. Like, this settlement has a certain population, certain power requirements, certain water requirements, etc. And so that's how that would work. And especially this is one of the like I believe even one of the most asked questions in the forum like what like what are the resources gonna be so there are a ton of resources that are right now in my colony one are you planning to have all of them are you planning to have even more or like <laughs> yeah well like, would there be a bit of limitation this time <laughs> I think there probably ought to be less uh, you know my colony one kind of got out of control so, I, I I don't think it needs quite so many resources. I mean, do you really need ten different kinds of metal? Probably not. And you can just go down the list. I mean, you could have one resource that's like consumer goods versus toys, cloth, microchips, etc. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, you can just uh, everything. Yeah. But also at the same time a server would be able to create their own resources if they wanted. So somebody who likes having 50 resources could do that, but that I don't think the game needs to come with that many. All right. Yeah. So uh so basically we can actually even add and remove our resources and like tweak them as we want them, right? That should actually provide a lot of flexibility. Yeah, absolutely. I mean you could have a game that looks almost nothing like the game that is shipped. If you wanted. Um I mean pretty much everything except the title screen is gonna be customizable. Is my plan. Uh and uh, there was another uh, thing like how are we going to advance in the game so the researches that we have in uh, my colony one so you basically have those research points and we have this entire tech tree so here like how are you planning uh, is like what sort of uh, how shall we move forward in the game well you know I haven't totally thought that through either yet, to be honest. Uh, I could go the same route and have research, or it could be more like the reptilians are, where they really don't have research. It, whatever people want, I can work to that. I, I don't totally have a preference. Um, uh, yeah. And yeah, uh, even in the timeline, uh, I think I was talking with uh, General and even Westy and Miza. So. Uh, uh, I believe this MC2 is somewhat between like the present time and the starting of MC1. So we are in somewhere in the between. Yeah, I consider it to be lower tech than my Colony 2. I, uh, in my mind, it is in the not-too-distant future is what my Colony 2 is going to be. Whereas my Colony 1 has um, you know, alien races and more fantastical technologies towards the end. And I don't know if I'm going to have that. The game is going to be a little slower paced than the original in some ways, especially in terms of, you know, 
technological advancement. Like in My Colony 1, you can land on a moon, and after two days of playing, it's terraformed into a... You've turned it into Earth, and you have a huge city. Uh, I mean, and that's a fun way to play a game, but I don't think it makes sense. I mean, no game is realistic, but I think this one's going to be a little more realistic. So, are there any, uh, what you say, introductions to other civilizations? Like, would it be possible for to like explore other civilizations as well? Or would it only be uh, humans only sort of thing? Well, I only planned on humans, but anything's possible. Um, so, we'll my... be starting with humans at least. Yes. It was going to be starting with humans, your Earth. Uh, whether or not it's United Earth yet, um, I, I haven't decided that. And if you guys come up with a story for that, you can decide that. Yeah. But it does take place. Uh, has... Go ahead. Yeah, gentle modeling has already come up with a lot of things, uh, factions, it seems. So, yeah, he's already working on it. Like, we keep on constantly talking and discussing about the lore and the storyline. Well, so, let me tell you, General Waddling's a beast. He uh, he comes up with a lot of ideas, a lot of content. I've, I mean, he's going to have all the graphics done with the game before I even really get started on it. So, I really appreciate <laughs> all of his work. <laughs> Yeah, uh, regarding the graphics actually, so uh, I think, I guess it's settled on being the voxel art rather than Blender models. Or are you still uh, like open for those change, that change? Oh, I'm open for anything. I, in my head, I was probably going to do the voxel art. The reason being is it's, um, it's something I can actually do <laughs> in, a, in a reasonable time frame. Uh, like, like the server owner or a person who is like hosting the server, would it be possible for them to actually use something that's not a voxel, uh, or the, mm -hmm. the same models? Like, can that person use Blender models if he has them or some sort of things? Like, as we have mods, uh, these in MC when we have these, uh, I, I forgot the name, but we can change sort of how the buildings look like. Yeah, no, that I mean, the engine I'm writing. For the graphics already does support importing blender models so that would not be difficult um so yeah i'll make sure that a building that a user creates can have any kind of model they want well not any kind but uh, yeah uh some sort of uh yeah because like if uh, i believe you're planning to even release this on steam or would it be only on app apps no it'll be on steam for sure. Okay, so yeah, the workshop content, like, uh, I believe there would be a lot of traction for all these different sort of graphics. So I'm like, as the game moves forwards, I believe there would be a lot of graphics designers and all those people who come in with different sort of knowledge and stuff. So, why? Why well, hope so? Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of the idea behind this one is to make it really easy to create content for it to um and hopefully that'll encourage people to do so so uh so he's 
this for I'll, I'm just posting a message by uh, same modeling he sort of made a resource tree so like we were just discussing it and then uh, these resources what we have like are we planning the same thing like factories and stuff or would it be initially mining so how advanced would the game get actually like would it be very uh, minimalistic sort of or the very basic of the resources only we are harvesting and uh, managing cities and stuff or would it be going pretty in depth in terms of uh, resources in the basic gameplay without any mods or without any tweaks okay well i mean certainly at the beginning it's going to be basic i think the mining initially is going to be kind of similar to my colony one um where you kind of there's going to be some kind of building that acts as a depot if you will for a certain kind of mineral and then you'll have a rover go off and do the mining uh i mean the rovers are going to work a little bit differently than in my colony one but uh from the player's perspective it'll look pretty similar um and then where it goes from there i mean shoot I, I I don't totally know yet, but it usually uh, it, I th- I think it I hope it'll kind of fall together uh, yeah. as I work on it. So what uh, how would the these uh, rovers would be different like from the MC1 Michael Newman? Okay, so you're here's how I'm thinking it's going to work, and this uh, I'm kind of doing this for performance reasons. Um, and you're not going to actually build rovers, but say you build a refinery and it comes with like two rovers and they work in a radius around the refinery. And so when you're playing, so the refinery gathering the resources, everything's actually being done by the building and it's statistically picking up resources. But on the client, it looks like the rovers driving around doing stuff. The rovers are kind of just for show. Uh, like so, the colonists on MC1. Exactly. Exactly. Um, for that, uh, with the like the refinery, um, like the mineral deposit location, depending on where you put that said refinery, would that yield more of an outcome or? Well, I, I think so. I'm. Yeah, again, I I don't know how I'm gonna end up doing it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to not have a better answer. Uh, uh, sorry. Like, uh, but my thought was uh, a refinery would be able to collect all the resources in its own radius. Right, right. Yeah, but like, so there were a few things like, right now in my colony when like we put a no mine anywhere, and it gives us the same output. So. Uh, we were thinking like sort of if we can have some sort of overlay for like let's say some sort of particular mineral uh let's say iron or maybe any like diamonds or maybe alien artifacts if they are so uh like just sort of an overlay of the land it will give us okay this area has higher concentration this area has lower concentrations and stuff like that so well yeah it could i think uh it can be done with an uh, like 
how it's done i believe in minecraft and other so there are different different layers for the same piece of land at such yeah no i like that idea i kind of liked um having the idea when you're building a mine there's one option for a mine and it collects whatever's in the ground right there um <clears throat> and but so also in my head i was thinking an actual mine would come into play a little later in the game. At the beginning, you'd have a rover that's kind of harvesting uh, stuff yeah. that's already on the surface. I, don't see I also thought it'd be neat if when you build a mine, it actually transforms the land, like it puts a... It digs out that section of the land, actually as if you were mining. Mm. Like a quarry? That would be pretty cool. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, that seems... Another thing was this uh, fog of war, actually. So, since it's, I believe, a, a new place that would be going. So, maybe what we can have, let's say, like, yeah, we decided to settle on that planet. So, we might have had a visual survey. So, we might know, okay, there's some sort of water, there are some sort of things. But then, especially for these resources or some sort of underground things, there would be some sort of fog of war or fog that we don't exactly know and then we send in surveyors or some sort of things to actually inspect that area uh, like does that area have it or not so some sort of that thing would it be like would it make sense in it so it's basically surveying part yeah that that does that makes 100% sense to me um I, I like that idea I yeah, I think uh, in terms of especially what resources are underground, you shouldn't just know that right off the bat. So, yes, so we can make certain sort of those uh, radio towers or something with send in rays inside ground, but they go up to only certain limit. So, like you survey that area, or like you play if you want to survey that area, you put that building sort of thing it like it allows you to see the let's say a 50 meter 100 meter 1 kilometer radius around it yeah no I agree with that I think that's probably the way I'll do it and you also if you just want to take a chance and build a mine or something without surveying you can do that too you might come yeah. up with a dry hole but uh, and yeah regarding the uh graphics like uh, what is actually the scale so like what file how uh, big is it in terms of real life scale in real life scale ooh like 10 meters or something of that sort mm, yeah maybe not well I guess that's a nice round number for it so we can go with that I hadn't thought of the scale. I, my graphics usually don't jive together to scale anyway, <laughs> but uh, but this game can. Um, I mean, in my colony one, the colonists are giants, basically. Uh, any thoughts for? Uh, oh, this is way down the road, but uh, any thoughts for like how? your world or planet that you're on well 
uh, for like the pollution trash and um i you said it's not gonna have quite a terraforming like mc1 yeah i wasn't expecting a terraforming i mean it could but uh, well i'll see how it feels like when i start working on the game uh, right. I mean, to me, terraforming, when I think about it, it's something that should take centuries. Right, right. And uh, I kind of wanted My Colony 2 to feel like you're actually managing the day-to-day of your settlement. Right, not changing a planet in a couple of days. Right. But at the same time, um, trash actually could be something. You know, each settlement... I mean, trash might work more as a utility in this one where each settlement has a waste level that kind of goes up and maybe you can add a module onto your settlement that takes care of waste and uh, that controls the level that way. I was also thinking things like food and water could work more like a utility rather than a resource. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For the game engine, how how far are you on that? Any... uh progress updates or well okay so here's the uh, the story on that the game engine is really three parts there's a graphics engine and the client and server I've started on the graphics part I'm actually using it to make another game right now called my empire so a lot of the work uh, I'm doing in that game is going to carry over to my colony too and um, the server and the client will be developed simultaneously and yeah. let's see the client part of it basically just it's basically like a dumb terminal um, all it does is take instructions from the server and draw them on the screen so if you're not hosting the server on your own device like if you're on a phone and you're connected to a remote server, as long as your connection's good, the game should run pretty good. Right, right. Um, and the server itself, I I think, I think I'm hoping it should run good also. Um, I'm kind of taking most of the pathfinding out of it, which is the most expensive part of the original My Colony. So that should give it plenty of cycles free to actually work on simulating stuff. So so I'm hoping it's better in that respect. Um, but beyond the graphics part, I haven't started too much on My Colony 2 yet. The first thing I'm going to be developing is the actual ability to create definitions for buildings and resources. And once I have that done, anybody will be able to go in there and start playing with that. Uh, but before I get to that, I kind of want to finish this My Empire game, and I want to finish Colony Wars, which I hope to get both of those done, you know, yeah, by fall sometime. I want to put both of those on Steam also, and just be done with them. <laughs> nice, nice. I like the Colony Wars. It's kind of like a red um, alert Yeah, I get from Oh, yeah. I I mean, in high school, I played a lot of Red Alert, Tiberian Sun, and um, yeah. those, those are really, really fun games for me, and so I always kind of wanted to make something similar. So that's kind of what I'm doing there. Definitely. Very cool, yeah. 
comments or uh, Westy, any questions or comments or whatever? Doesn't sound like it. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Can I hey. Hello. We can hear you. Agreed. Yeah, I was asking this. Are there any chances of uh, Colony Wars being multiplayer? Because I really want to play it with my friends. Oh yeah, so the Colony Wars um, is multiplayer. Uh, so that should be working now. The, even in the browser, as long as you have a pretty uh, recent browser, it should work. I've. Uh, no, I do not. Yeah, and it supports teams. Um, me and my son play it actually multiplayer. He's um, he's only six, so he doesn't bring his armies don't bring a whole lot to the table. But he still has fun with it. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this I think, like we all love sort of rovers in my colony one. Uh, so, like. We were talking about rendering and pathfinding. So uh, there are things like, what if we have some sort of predetermined routes on predetermined paths, etc. So rover, like we can maybe have initial rovers, like you said regarding mines and those which roam randomly, which don't have any sort of purpose. But maybe if we are, if we want to move some sort of resources from one place to another. So maybe we can have some sort of things like either it can be moved, like if there are liquids like water or oil or petroleum, we can maybe move them through pipes and pumps and those sort of things. And uh, if there are solids, then they can be moved through rovers and trains and maybe some sort of, but they will sort of go on a predetermined um, track or path, which we specify in lines at such. Would it be possible? Yeah, I actually really like that idea. Um, I think it'd be neat to be able to pipe things from one area to another. I think it'd be neat to have some kind of train going from one settlement to another. And those type of things aren't really so expensive because you only really have to do the pathfinding when the uh, the pipe or the track changes. Then at that point, all you have to know is the distance between the two sections. So uh, it's not like a rover where you have to determine a new path every time it moves. So I'm, uh, I really would like to have uh, things like that. Yeah, so uh, it's like uh, those uh, uh, transport lines, I guess. So let's say we have a bus route. So it's a fixed path. So no matter where you are, like uh, where the rover is, the, like you first delineate a path and then the rovers will, or the trains will always move on those only. They won't even bother to go outside of it. Some sort of that thing. Yeah, I mean so that's that even uh, that. That's the easiest way to do it. There could be something like bus stops. Also, if we wanted to go that way, and even still, as long as um, you you still only have to determine the path between each stop once every time uh, mm. the map changes and then remember that because if you're just simulating the uh, the actual rover driving around it doesn't really matter what's happening behind the scenes you just got to know how long statistically it takes from get to get from one point to the other yep so yeah that was when this even these like these settlements as they grow uh, we're thinking so 
right now at least in mc1 what we see is there is a lot of uh, supply of resources but there aren't any consumptions at such so maybe we can have some sort of uh, local demands as well so in settlements uh, they might have some sort of uh, demand for some sort of goods let's say uh, they of course food and water would be constant in each places so but maybe they need some sort of machineries or some sort of goods or some sort of things like that uh which can be produced locally which usually gets exported in the early game but as let's say settlement uh, or the things grow some of them actually gets consumed within the city as well yeah that's good um i i definitely like that and i i should also say i i think gathering and collecting resources is going to be a lot harder than it was in the first my colony because you could start off on an area that only has a bunch of ore underground and nothing else and you might have to travel miles and miles and miles to find some other resource and then you got to figure out how to transport that back to the original settlement yeah so my thing is it's going to be a lot more involved to actually collect all the different resources anyway and you're going to have to have an infrastructure in order to do that like that a little bit yeah, more strategy can, like, yeah we can have some sort of very few basic resources and then rest all can be sort of processing which we can keep as and where we want them yeah. based on yeah i mean yeah, that sounds the the basic one like ore is going to have to be everywhere just yeah. or else you're not even going to be able to play at the beginning if you don't land in the right place but but like my colony two or my colony one doesn't make sense that you could just plop down a dig site and then there's artifacts coming up everywhere I don't know uh, I think Outlander you have any questions or should we move to a live questions if anyone has them um, yeah let's let's go to the live questions if anybody here has got some all right if you have any questions please do type it in questions for bast or in my colony lander i see no one typing <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah people are typing people are typing if you have any good words to say to bast you can even write them so shadow knight shirts is is it going to be kind of like astronier like astronier um yeah well i don't know what that is so it's possible but it it wouldn't be intentional um cheesy head asked uh earlier is there a way to make it so you can move a building but not have a block by itself for example it could be uh, annoying to move a 2 by 2 building uh, one square but it says location blocked um like how mc1 is for uh moving yeah. Building. oh yeah uh well, well yeah i'll have to see what um what moving a building actually works like i mean the location block thing's a bug i have to fix anyway which okay. I, I still have to fix that in mc1 so it it shouldn't be like that in mc2 uh yeah would we be able to like manage the tech tree or the resource tree as well this was asked by ansem actually 
So if you can tweak it or add. You mean like for custom, like a modding type of deal? Even tweak that. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, I don't see why not. You could um. You can add any number of texts that you want, or remove tech requirements from buildings. Uh, as I said, any anything in the game that's content uh, will be editable with within the game. Uh, nice. So every. T- the first thing I'm doing in My Colony 2 is I'm making the tools to make My Colony 2, and those are going to be built into the game itself. So anything I can do to, to a point, everybody else should be able to do. I'll make for some pretty interesting game, that's for sure. I hope so. Yeah. So, uh, would there be any role of federations? Like, have you thought of anything that's it? Uh... Well, what do you mean? Uh, like we have federations in my colony one. Is there anything going to be of that sort in my colony? Oh, okay. Um, well, I don't know. <sighs> you know, maybe. I, I haven't thought of that. I, I really never like, fleshed it out much in my colony one. Uh, like, I think here we can even go. Like, could it have some sort of way in which people on the same map are fighting against each other, some sort of that thing, let's say in late game, or maybe we can mod it in such a way, would it be possible? Okay, yeah, well, there, I can have, I guess you could say diplomacy options in the game, mm-hmm. and at that point, people on a server can do whatever they want with it. If they want to be allied, they can do that. If they want to compete against each other, they can do that. I'm, I'm not going to you know, commit to adding combat to the game, but but who knows? This was mod by MC3. Uh, uh, yeah, and would there be any uh, like most of the servers for multiplayer? I, you said it's going to be decentralized, but is there going to be at least one single server in which like any person can join without having to need to join someone else's server or some sort of that thing? Like, just a single-player game if they want to play. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you'll be able to create a new game. And anytime you create a game, it automatically creates a server on your own device. And you can be the only person playing on it, and that is a single-player game. Um, I mean, statistically, I, 90% of the people on My Colony 1 are on single-player. Uh, they never get into chat because they never make an Ape Apps account. Um, it's primarily a single-player game, so there's uh, it'd be foolish not to have single-player. So you wouldn't have to have internet to use the server <clears throat> because it's locally hosted, right? Yeah, that's right. The server is on your device. It's not um. It's actually just a process that runs in a separate thread on your own device, and you would be the only person connecting to it. Or at the same time, somebody at your house could connect to your server over the LAN if they wanted to. That's optional. You can also set it to where nobody can join, or you can set it to where your people on your friends list can join. Um, You'll have options. But single player is definitely going to be there with no internet required. Yeah, and what about the uh, resource sharing between multiplayers, actually? So, 
like with this actually i had this idea is like rather than having those sort of storages that we have in mc1 just rather say let's have buildings that only produce and if there is uh, like no where it's getting consumed like it does not get stored anywhere as such so whenever you have some place where it it demands like it demands some consumption of that resources the building starts outputting it automatically which actually saves the even the need to actually uh, go to different layer like people misusing resources and such stuff so we can like cap the production like let's say it can produce 600 units per minute at max and then people can use it as they wish so in a way all the resources are kind of like utilities and you don't store yeah. them well yeah i'm not a if p hey if people are fine with that i actually like that idea now that i think about it so it's just with the meeting starts so it's producing this much whenever you sort of get the consumption and then like as you are able to move them or stuff like that yeah no i like that and um yeah then you don't have to stockpile resources i mean realistically are you going to be operating a mine if you have nowhere to store the stuff i don't think so i mean so- No, I like. We can have some sort of, I guess, a uh, bit more real, like the grav, not like gravity warehouse in my condo, but it's a small two by two building with stores, a uh, huge quantity. So let's say we have a huge area that we can designate as a dump area for let's say an ore or particular thing, which is next to an ore refinery. So whatever it's producing, a mine is producing, let's say at 600 per hour or per minute, we are able to move that to that uh, dump or the area where the ore is being processed and the refinery takes like since it's situated like right next to that storage it uses it up with whatever rate it wants so you can have multiple mines actually feeding into one particular storage area and then a refinery using it okay so do you think that the refinery for instance would be all or nothing like if you don't have enough mines to feed it it won't run or does it just run at a reduced capacity so, uh, so here what we can have is some sort of ratio like a uh, refinery turns 10 ore into let's say one metal or some sort of we can figure out the realistic ratios if you want like we can do some search so but yeah stuff like that so 10 ore gets converted into one particular metal and then metal can be converted to machines a simple thing yeah no i like uh i like doing resources like that um I mean that that solves some problems. And even like people misusing resources and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I mean obviously with that method you wouldn't be able to help a new player like people like to do now. Sometimes uh, I think that's a good thing and sometimes I think <laughs> that's not always the best. Oh well, yeah. No, I yeah. agree. But uh I mean yeah, I'm guilty of it, but like Yeah, there's people who like it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um although there could oh, be yeah. other ways to help a new uh player. You could uh go and add, you know, to their settlement for them maybe. I don't know. Oh, add like complete buildings for them possibly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That would be cool. So, uh, well, that's a good question though. If resources 
work like this, how would you make a new building? You know what I mean? Um, if you don't have a stockpile of resources, how do you save up to build a refinery to begin with? Unless, uh, it could also be that there's money generated and you use money to buy buildings. I don't know. Uh, I think what we can do is like, let's say uh, we some sort of paid designate an area as a district or let's say as a settlement area. Um, so I have this big settlement area. Let's put some sort of limitation. So a hundred tile by hundred tile or a thousand tile by thousand tile. And what we can do is we can have just one particular drop off point. So any resources, resource that gets dropped in there is like if any resources comes in there, it automatically gets used, like it gets in that particular place, any building that is being built gets uh, utilized by it. So let's say even if you have some sort of commercial buildings within that particular area. So uh, maybe maybe we can have some sort of very basic resources or even just as you said, money would be fine. But since buildings would be like consuming some sort of resources and producing some sort of resources, uh, producing money or some other resources. So if we have one particular drop off point for an entire settlement area, so industries could be outside, but the settlements, if they are inside, uh, we can have one particular drop off point and people just need to put the resources there and it will get used up in the settlement. Yeah. So the resources, the storage pool would be settlement based. It's not like a player has its his resources that build up server wide. So uh, you're never yeah. really amassing a ton of resources, but your settlement has a yeah. stockpile available just for construction purposes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, somebody should um make a forum post about that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think yeah, it's no, a good idea. After this, there are going to be a ton of forum posts. Like, I'm going to catch modeling, I'm going to write myself, and I'm going to... We are going to have, like... Don't worry, the forums are going to be full for quite a bit of time. <laughs> Good. Like, that's why, actually, uh, we wanted this VC to actually even clear out our ideas and sometimes give you ideas. That's good. I I definitely need them. So... Uh, any more questions? Um, this might have been covered already, but like for your future updates, how will that work with a person's game server that's already heavily like customized? Or yeah, I, I've kind of thought about that. So, um, so each piece of each object in the game internally it has an ID a unique ID number and a revision number and the server kind of has control of which assets are in the game and so if something new comes out with a base game that totally breaks something on the server uh, I mean it it's kind of going to be on the server owner to manage that. Right. Although, I mean, that's a good point. You can't, like... Well, th this will have to 
work itself out <laughs> as I start working on the game. There's going to have to be a conflict resolution, though, because that, that is going to happen. Yeah, definitely. But there's a solution to everything. We'll make it work. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, will you be continuing to update MC1, or will it be dropped to focus other games? No, I'm not going to drop it. Uh, the server, because it's really going to be a totally different type of game, and there's going to be a lot of people that prefer the MC1 style, I think, to the MC2. The feel is going to be a lot different from both. So uh, I'm not getting rid of the server. Um, it's gonna keep, It's not going to get as many updates as I had prior, but I'll probably still add buildings to it. I'm definitely going to do bug fixes to it. Um, I mean, as long as it's popular, it'll keep getting several updates per year. It, but it's just like I'm not going to spend two weeks working on an MC1 update. I will spend an afternoon working on an MC1 update. But I'm definitely not abandoning it because it is one of my top games. It's definitely good to hear. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, there's a request. Could you make transaction fees a less, little lower for Space Elevator? GBT. Uh, it's completely up to you, Bust. Yeah, well, the the whole reason for those transaction fees are because of the GBT and, you know, the abuse from people just importing stuff on the space elevator and then offloading it to the GBT. Um, without a GBT, a lot of that stuff doesn't even need to exist. And if we do resources the way we're talking about, the space elevator might be totally different or not exist. Uh, I mean, a way to think of it, it's not just going to be 3D My Colony 1 with all the you know original buildings ported over. It, the tech tree might be totally different. The buildings might be totally different. Um, so we, we don't really have to constrain our thinking of the game based on what we did in MC1. It can be, it's kind of like a blank slate. We can do anything we have to do to make it a fun game. Yeah, Shadow is typing something. Um, other question that everybody's probably heard or want to ask. Uh, have a pretty good community, support community here, I think. Uh, anything that the whole community can do to sort of help out? Uh, keep posted on the forums or... Yeah, well, no, the community is great because um, <laughs> I, I don't get to hardly any of the questions on the forums. Uh, somebody else always answers them before I even see them, so that's very helpful. <laughs> um, so definitely, in that respect, uh, to keep doing what they've always been doing would be excellent. Um, and once I get my colony too a little further along anybody who wants to make actual content for the game that would be totally amazing uh, it'll help the development go so much faster and I am going to make it in my opinion very easy to create content for the game so I hope people take advantage of that I mean I know at least one guy who's probably going to <laughs> yeah I think we all did <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Oh yeah, I'm sure there's going to be quite a few people jumping at that opportunity. I hope so. And it's going to be easy to import stuff too. So like you can make a building, post it on the forum or wherever, people can test it out. And so it actually kind of gets balanced and tested before it gets put it put into the game, which is another good thing about the way I'm doing it. Yes, that would be really cool. Yeah. Uh, any more questions? or Maybe not. Yeah, I, yeah. Just typing just two minutes, I guess. Oh, wait. Yeah, and uh, by what time are you actually planning to release beta version for uh, my colony 2? Okay, well... Um, my plan is to go full-time on my colony 2. Like I said, once I finish the uh, my empire and the colony wars. And I want to get those done somewhat soon. And so I expect to really start working on it this fall. Um, I mean, I'm doing a little bit of work on it now, just off to the side. And a lot of the work on my empire is going to translate into my colony too. Because uh, mm. that's where a lot of the graphics engine work is taking place. But uh, probably not in August, but maybe sometime in September it'll be at a point where people can start making buildings and testing them out and so that's kind of what I'm shooting for as for when it'll actually be released I would not expect it to be released until early next year okay uh, uh, yeah there's uh, one question from Cry I think so would there be any sort of global list for uh, like different different servers that we can join. So as we have right now for Commonwealths, but these are this would be for the different servers or different hosts that are so, like hosting the servers. Would there be any sort of global list for that when you make a new? No, I think map? there will be in game. Um, the way I planned on splitting it out is you when you start the game, um, you'd have a you'd have a screen that a uh, in one column maybe shows all of your own games that you created. You'd have a section for all the servers that are online right now from people that are on your friends list. And uh, then there would kind of be one to that would list all the servers that people have set to global. You'll have an option to uh, have your server be global and let anybody join if you want. And it'll only show ones that are currently online. Okay. Although... Yeah, there's going to have to be a, a section that remembers every server that you're actually a part of. And I'll figure it out. It'll work. There, there will definitely be a way to find games within the game. Uh, all right, I'm just kind of going through the questions. want to make sure I'm covering everything here. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, have, have you thought any sort of uh, ways of marketing the game? No, I, I haven't thought of that yet. Um, I think uh, GGG had approached you regarding that. Yeah, yeah, that's true, but I, I never heard anything back. I don't know if that's still on the table. But anybody, I'm not Mr. Marketing, so anybody who's got ideas or plans or wants to help in that regard, I'm, I'm open to help. Uh, yeah, and this is another thing I think you will have to consider is like, settlement of a person and the person goes inactive would like 
I think the server owner should have some sort of like powers to like either wipe out the settlement or pass it over to some other person or like convert into some sort of ruins, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I the ruins would be cool. Maybe if the uh settlements start kind of decaying after a while and you can go claim this abandoned ruin. I I don't know how it'll work, but the I plan on letting the server control pretty much everything and they can also assign administrators to other players who would also have that ability. So you would be able to clean something up. Although the ruins idea does sound cool also. I think we have covered everything. All right. Uh, I'm just making sure. Don't want to leave anybody out. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone finds that we have missed any question, just within the next minute, if you can, please do copy-paste it in Lander so we can bring it up. And if you think of more later, if, I mean, if you want to do more of these, I'm fine with that. This, uh... Format works out fairly good. It was easy to set up. Yeah, yeah, I was actually going to ask you, like, would it be possible for us uh, to have such more VCs? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, let's see. Will, Ro- Will Rovers and MC2 completely decorative that they have rendered at the same way as Colonist? I think we discussed it regarding uh, in different different ways. I think the lines option and yeah. I, I think completely decorative, and it's a performance thing. But generally, um, it's not just a pathfinding to uh, transmit the coordinates of every rover while it moves to all the players in the server would take up more bandwidth than I'd really want to use. Um, for like, if there's fifteen in MC two, depending on how. Uh, the resources are handled, stockpiled, and whatnot. Uh, did you have anything in mind for that? Um, or if there is gifting, there'd be like a limit. Can I unload two billion, whatever, on this brand new player? Or <laughs> well, so originally, I, I mean, the gifting should probably should be limited to the storage of the player if it goes like that. That's how it should be in my colony one. Right. And and I might update my colony one to make it just like that. But uh and now if we do resources the way we we're talking about earlier, there I don't see that there would be gifting. Right. Uh, yeah. More likely the way to help somebody would be to help them build their settlement if they wanted to. But I don't I don't know how that would work. <laughs> um then uh yeah, depending on if there even is gifting, uh, be pretty cool just to have like a function where you could just send that gift back too instead of accepting it. Then you know. All right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So I don't know how that'll work in MC2, but I mean that's something I can add to the original my colony right now. I was actually going to start a my colony one update uh, probably on Thursday here. Oh, okay. Uh, so, there's always stuff to tidy up in that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a couple more people type in here. And if they want to do a future one about MC1 instead of MC2 or other games, that's fine, too. Um, 
I don't mind hopping on for a little voice chat. Yeah, that'd be really cool. All right. Um, or like structure of buildings and resources and techs, how they work together. Will there be a, be like a clear structure, maybe almost a tutorial or? Mm. Yeah, well, you know, perhaps there can be some kind of tutorial or uh, the the way the game everything fits together could differ by server so in a way that that has to be able to be generated automatically but a lot of people do ask for a tutorial and there maybe should be something basic at the beginning of this game that at least tells you how the controls are this is these are the buildings you can build up here this is your resources this is the stat screen Um, the real basics yeah yeah as for the relationship between um, resources and techs, uh, I don't know. I, the The problem with like having a tech tree, especially in my colony one, the as adding so much content to the game at one point that the game was changing so much with each update. It'd have been just a full time deal keeping up with the tech tree. Right, and uh, yeah. and it's kind of hard to automatically generate one where you know one tech requires this or this and also this which is how the techs work in my colony one things can have multiple requirements or a this or this requirement so it's kind of hard to draw one out programmatically right yeah sorry i just uh my laptop just died uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah uh, yeah. I was talking like we were talking in again in situ regarding uh, research and stuff so I guess in some way we can even like rather than uh, since MC1 is like just the beginning like previous of MC2 what we can do is rather than having some sort of tech tree that unlocks resources maybe it can maybe help in boosting the production of certain processing plants or at such so let's say we have a processing factory or any sort of factory we can have some sort of add-ons or certain additional buildings that can be placed besides it which boost certain sort of production part of it of that particular factory so it won't be like you research one particular thing and it gets throughout the map you are able to use it it can be a bit more localized if you wish yeah, or um, there could be like little upgrade modules that you attach to the buildings. That could yeah. kind of be neat. We can have some sort of other uh, a very wide plethora of tech tree, which like just un- rather than unlocking one particular type of resources, it unlocks these particular research modules or add-ons to the industry. So, yeah, like, especially if we have some sort of education institute or, or let's say an education facility. So within that settlement or within that particular server, then you will have the ability to build these types of buildings, which give these type of boosts once you are able to have that research. Oh, I see. So so you're thinking the, um, the available buildings are on a per settlement basis. And in, if you then go and start a second settlement, it uh, you're kind of starting from scratch right there. Maybe we can think of even sharing the resources or research at such. 
I'm not, uh, like, I don't know. I was just thinking out loud. Oh, no, I do that all the time. So <laughs> there, there's a lot of ways we can go with it. Um, yeah. And I'm fine so, having what? a research system that's totally different from the original. Yeah. Any thoughts on how much it will cost to actually buy MC2? Oh, it'll probably be similar to MC1. Somewhere in that ballpark. Maybe it'll be a dollar more because it has a two at the end of it. (laughs) There you go. Yep. But but it's not going to be expensive. I already told Outlander I'm already saving money for to buy it actually. Yeah. Um. And I I don't plan on having any ads in it or anything. Like you'll be able to play on the browser for free. Um. And if you bought it on one of the app stores, you'll get premium on the browser too. Uh. But I I think so, the free edition will will not have multiplayer or modding. Is my thought. That'd be the difference between premium and not premium. So same sort of thing that. What was that? So it will be similar to what, right now the MC1 is doing. So they are, so the Steam and the Windows version and the App Store is, I believe, they are premium, and then there are certain places that you can play for free. Yeah, um, I my thought was the App Stores would all be the premium version. Um, for Android, you could download a free APK from my website. Or on all platforms, you can play the web version, which will be installable as a progressive web app. And then um, if you buy it from any of the app stores, you'll get... Uh, oh, yeah, you can also download the desktop version on my website, like you can now. So if you buy it on any of the app stores, you'll get the premium automatically on... a. Uh, the desktop clients from my website or the web version or the uh, downloadable Android version. I can't offer a uh, iPhone version that's not from the App Store, unfortunately, but I can't offer a version for every other platform. So, uh, like, the one that you have recently tied to, my only one, so the premium is tied to, I believe, the App App accounts rather than this... Uh, the platform, isn't it? Yeah, and and that's how it's going to be for my colony too. But the deal is, okay. if you buy it on um, Google Play, for instance, I can't unlock it on the Windows Store for you. But uh, but you can download it from my website. Okay. And get your premium. Just like if you buy it on iPhone, I can't really give you the Steam version. But you can download the desktop version off of Steam from my website. I mean, in a lot of ways, if you want it on Steam, you should buy it on Steam. That's kind of how My Colony 1 is. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, I think we have had enough. Oh. Even so busy. I think you have already seen his... Uh, what do you say? Colin, he has done a great job with that website. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I think that's a really good resource for uh, for players. I, I use it all the time, and I uh, 
I definitely advertise that in my server also. I like it. Yeah, it's good. And uh, we've worked together in some way. I mean, he's given me code to put into the game that uh, links up to that. And, um, you know, I've set it up so you can sign up for it right from within my colony. So I, I really like that tool. He's done a good job. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Just typed. Put the thumbs up there. <laughs> I'm good. No, the thumbs up is for him. He's also maintaining the uh, the reference for the game, which a lot of people use. So, yes, yes, uh, he's a real big help. He's a uh, important part of the community. So, I think it's coming to end as well. Uh, I think got ten more minutes at max because sadly I would need to sleep. <laughs> <It's getting laughs> <late>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really sorry for that. Uh, but yeah. Well, I think we covered a lot. And like I said, if you guys want to do more of these, I'm fine with that too as the project goes along. Or if people have questions about My Colony 1, we can do something like that. Sure. I'm, I'm up for anything. Sure. Yeah. I think we can have one for My Colony 1 where we can give maybe some sort of suggestions for some remaining things or touch up or things like that. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, we definitely appreciate the time you've given us. So, well, I thank you guys. Um, you know, it's good to get this information out to everybody so people know it's coming. Uh, I'm probably going to put most of this onto a My Colony podcast episode so a few more people hear it. And, um, yeah, I think the more people that put their ideas towards this game, the more we can work together on it. I think it'll make it a more fun a more fun experience for all of us. I mean, one of the big reasons I make all these is so I can play the games too. So <laughs> anything that'll make them more fun, I'm all about. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot, man. It was really great talking with you. Yeah, well, thank you guys for having me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, right now, since we like, how do you think we can coordinate? I believe I'll, if we have any certain like, future updates, uh, I'll again mail you on the forums and yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, yeah, because I don't always see stuff on Discord. I downloaded the app for it and it's on my computer, but a lot of times something comes up or somebody sends me a message I don't notice for days. By the time I see it, it's not relevant anymore. So. The, I do check the form a little more often than Discord, so. True. Yeah, thanks a lot for this, and I think yeah, love your games, and it was awesome. I definitely hope to have you back here a couple more times, maybe. So. Yeah, sounds good. Just let me know. Give me a few days heads up, and uh, we can do this again. But. It was good talking to you guys, and thanks for hosting this for everybody. I think it'll be some good information for some people. Definitely. All right. Well, yeah. I suppose go. goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Yep. Yeah. Bye.
Alright, so uh, that wraps it up for my voice chat interview deal I did with the Nation of Oz server. I once again want to thank those guys for hosting that for me. I hope you guys enjoyed it and got a, kind of a preview of what's going to be coming to My Colony 2. Uh, if you have questions about it, you can go to the Nas Discord channel. You can find links to that at the forum where you can join the new My Colony 2 section in the forum. And I hope to be able to get together with those guys from Nas in the future to do another podcast. So... Thanks for listening, and thanks for tuning in.